Welcome to the Cybersecurity Happy Hour podcast, episode four. I am your host, Christy Ogubera. The topic for today is the impact of COVID-19 on cybersecurity jobs. Now, as we know, COVID-19 has caused a virtual shutdown of major industries. There's been loss of millions of jobs and the biggest and the highest unemployment rate in the UK and really the rest of the world since the Great Depression. Now, what this pandemic has done is made some organisations to cut back on their plans to hire. Well, compared to other industries, the cybersecurity industry is doing uh, quite well. Now, let's look at what's happened in the UK. The British government suddenly enforced social distancing and all of a sudden the companies had to find alternative ways of working. I mean those of those companies that could do this actually did this but unfortunately some had to shut down completely. Now some of those companies that could actually make this transition they were able to do this a hundred percent. The initial impact was companies uh, started freezing their hiring process. For example, there were internships that were put on hold. Some of them were even cancelled. And companies that had major or critical projects uh, in the pipeline were kind of eliminated overnight. Now let's look at some stats. I'm going to start off like in the UK. For example, the ONS, which is the Office for National Statistics, they calculate the unemployment rate and uh, typically they would have some kind of un- uh, claim count. And what's the latest figures showing in April? There was an increase of 2.1%. So there's been a rise of 856,000 unemployment in the UK. And that has been the biggest rise since 1971. So in essence, what does this mean? It means that the number of people that's been claiming unemployment benefits has risen since records began in the UK since 90 well since, since records began let's look over to america for example the us now there's nearly 39 million americans who lost their jobs over 9 weeks and that has been a rate of increase for joblessness since 1930s so again that's again referring back to the great depression now, the official rate in the uh, US is about 14.7%. Still, that's the uh, worst it's been since they started gathering records, since records began. Let's put this into uh, practical terms. Of what, what, how does that, what's the meaning behind this? It, it really states that uh, a decade's worst job gains, the amount of job gain over 10 years, has been literally wiped out and this contributed to these huge amount of figures we've seen in the US especially. So let's look how this relates to cybersecurity jobs. Now ISC Square conducted their own surveys as well. So they surveyed um, cybersecurity professionals just to uh, learn or find out what is the impact of COVID-19 and how it's impacted their work lives and some of the issues um, they have with remote working, especially for those who are not used to remote working. 
And I'm just going to just quote what IAC Square said um, on this, in the survey, the, or the, the reasons why they did the survey. It said the goal of the survey was to take the pulse of cybersecurity community as many of their organizations begin to shift their employees and the bases and operations to remote setups during the month of March and April. So what has been the findings of the, the survey, IC Square survey? Now, the results are from the respondents are 94% of cybersecurity professionals are more concerned about their, their, job, their jobs as a result of COVID-19. So the areas of top concerns among certain teams are, so we've got the home network security, they had 50%, uh, 58% concerns. And the, uh, there was concerns about increased ransomware, phishing attacks, and also social engineering attacks. And 45% were keeping, keeping remote systems configured securely. And then 38% of respondents were concerned about keeping their remote systems compliant. So because they have to comply to many some standards, for example, it could be 27,001 standard, it could be PCI standard. I mean, there's various standards. So they were concerned, 38% were concerned about the organization uh, meeting the uh, requirements of uh, specific standards. Now, how has the cybersecurity changed really in the last quarter? So three quarters of the respondents, so there's about 342 respondents, uh, respondents said that their jobs have changed since COVID-19. And then within that, 35% stating that their cybersecurity jobs keep changing significantly. So, that, so those in jobs, are some of the speci uh, specifications uh, have changed. Now, one of the big changes, again, if you're moving from uh, a brick and mortar based office to uh, remote is to change your mindset you need to change your mindset um, and have that work from home mindset and some of the respondents says that they had to uh, help out with other IT related tasks which could include setting up mobile stations for example and you know any sort of equipment including software updates as well well the the impact really here when we look at the transition there may be a gap and new risk might be introduced into the uh, environment. So when I say environment, I mean transition from a corporate or brick and mortar environment into employees working from home. So what are the, what are the risks here? So there's been a sharp increase of, of course, security incidents. So there's been a, a lot of reports of security incidents. Cybersecurity incidents have also risen as um, this is the new norm. Now, within um, from April, actually, let me say from March to May, there was a decline. I think is what studies say, almost thirty percent of cybersecurity professionals. This is according to Indeed.com. I want to look at the latest figures. What figures are what's, what we've seen today? I, I would do a search and then kind of compare to see if there's been any growth. Uh, in the month of i like to, to quote the stats because it kind of gives us a picture of what's been happening and we can chart it back maybe to the first quarter or to the previous year now in early 2019 now gartner they predicted that 
there's going to be a global shortage of up to 2 million of cybersecurity professionals in 2019. So they made that prediction that there's going to be at least 2 million shortage. Uh, and there's really, there's been always been a, a shortage of cybersecurity uh, professionals. Um, that's why there's been a huge drive by organizations to retrain their staff, either with the government or um, uh, commercial organizations. But what has kind of made it worse now is that the pandemic, this global pandemic that we are experiencing uh, has escalated this problem. So it's made this problem worse. So there was a shortage before and now we have, um, we have um, a problem. Now, why? Because of this transition. Companies are not sure of their, of their revenue. Um, everything is put on hold. The transition, they need to determine who can work from home, etc. Software. Uh, using software like to Zoom to ensure that it's secure, the software is secure for them to uh, to implement around their own uh, infrastructure. And I mean, there's quite a few. I mean, furthermore, Gartner's um, study says that a 65 upswing again in demand in the US, and there's been an increase more. This was between February and um, April 10. So it started off low, pandemic took over. But they slightly begin to see again as as companies begin to trans transit from uh, the brick and mortar, there has slowly been an increase according to these figures. Now, in spite of the figures I've given, if we compare to other industries, well, technological uh, professionals who work in technology, work in the tech sector, they have actually performed better well regarding employment to other sectors. So in comparison, there has been a 2.4% rise of tech staff. I mean, we're not seeing quite a lot, but if you just compare it to other industry, and this is, I'm trying to find a positivity in this. It is positive that they, they are still going to need cybersecurity professionals in future. We have an ongoing cybersecurity problem and the pandemic has escalated some of those risk to personal and confidential information as well. So what's, what's the outlook here? Now, in July, in June now, uh, companies are slowly begin to open and brick and mortar companies are trying to change the environment and so that the employees can work safely. For example, what I've noticed is that uh, they have desks six feet apart they're going to be introducing like, staggering times that employees come in to work, for example. So, I mean, those who are not working remotely, they have monitors to give alerts so that that social distancing is uh, achieved. And I just did a search, I just indeed.com uh, uh, UK, I just did a search just to see how many jobs are being advertised at the moment. So from the results, they're up to 1,681 jobs uh, on D and Indeed. Um, and the various roles are for information security consultant, cybersecurity analyst, uh, cybersecurity consultants, uh, some uh, lecturing, some if you are a lecturer in a university, the assessors. So there's quite a range uh, of cybersecurity uh, work available and there also there's a choice of remote work as well so uh, it is not bleak it's just that at this time companies are trying to reorganize themselves 
and see how they can move forward. For instance, um, what's Facebook doing? Facebook is um, states um, that they're going to permanently embrace remote work. So even after the coronavirus lockdown eases, which is start to ease right now, I think they inform the employees that they're going to be accelerating the uh, working remote working. And Mark Zuckerberg has um, informed the employees that the, they are going to start aggressively open up um, remote hiring. So that's that's good news. Again, that keyword there is aggressively. And, and they hope that half of the workforce will um, work remotely uh, between the next to five, next to five to ten years. I think I, I think that's good. So it, it is there's no it's not bleak. And Twitter, another large tech companies, they announced that employees will be allowed to work from home forever. Okay, I mean forever. Of course, we know what forever means. It means that uh, junior uh, employment with the, with the company. And they said that those who want to return to the office would likely to do so until September. And why they, they want to make sure that they have implemented um, controls in place to ensure that nobody gets infected in future. Of course, the remote working has provided some advantages for tech companies. And one of the advantages is that they can recruit employees globally. So if you're uh, in the UK, you're able to work remotely. So that's fantastic. They're able to what, reduce the, the amount of square space they rent, so the leases and the proper, so lease space, said in millions, for example. So again, there'll be a reduced cost for, for an organisation, over uh, reduced costs. And for the employees, a um, better standard of li living that will complement their lifestyles. So that means, you, you, you know, you, if you're based in the UK, you can, you can live, let's say, uh, up north, northern part of the country, where the cost of living is slightly lower um, regarding to rent uh, and mortgages, etc. So you're able to work remotely and not be concerned about paying the huge rent or huge mortgages. And also uh, you have access to greenery that will support a, um, a positive lifestyle. So these are the benefits for, for the employees. And I'm sure, I mean, there'll be an option for those who require um, that human interaction, yes, um, that face-to-face -face interaction. I think they can't completely eliminate and make, make their, their companies 100%. They can, but sometimes they want to, want to implement that face-to-face -face interaction, that collaboration of teams, which can be done remotely, of course, but they still want to implement um, that face-to-face -to, -face to encourage new ideas and new thoughts as well. Now, my final thoughts on this, this is my opinion, based on the data and the studies being carried out for the last few months, and also there have been shortages of cybersecurity professionals prior to the pandemic, and companies have seen the benefits of remote working, because without remote workers, some companies would not be opening again at this time. So I think they, and finally as well, sometimes you forget, the cyber criminal does not sleep. So these threats are always going to be there, that human element of, as well. So I don't think there is any cause for concern for now. Cybersecurity jobs, I said there's, a, there's been a shortage in already. Um, it's just that the way we're going to be working in future 
is going to change. So um, there are going to be some really some sort of adaption in future. But it is positive. I believe it's going to be positive. Reduce uh, long queue meets uh, and benefits for for, uh, for both sides. So we are going to continue to watch this space as we see how various companies unfold and manage this new reality. But um, and again, they are going to be relying on cybersecurity staff in the future. Thank you for listening. Uh, once again, you can follow us on Instagram. On a uh, handle is cybersechappy. Please, please recommend our podcast for those who need to know. And we had a lot of feedbacks from uh, our previous episodes, especially from individuals saying that the advice has helped them to uh, reevaluate passwords and how they manage Internet of Things. Um, that's why I aim to do is to uh, create awareness through this podcast and, ho- and hoping to change behaviours um, within our organisation and personally as well. Until next time, goodbye.